What if you could build a six-figure retirement income with almost half the money saved? You heard that right. Get a discount on your retirement, creating six-figure income with 40% less than traditional 401ks and mutual funds. Hi, I'm Brett Kitchen, best-selling author and star in a new Hollywood documentary called The Baby Boomer Dilemma. In this film, economists and Nobel Prize-winning PhDs share a strange concept called the retirement discount. It gives you more retirement income with the same dollar saved, and your money is never at risk if the market crashes. That's right. If the market crashes 30%, you lose nothing. Even people who are on track have shifted money to this new strategy because it increases their retirement income or can allow them to stop working years sooner. So if you're over 50 and want a bigger, better retirement with less money, call to get a free copy of this brand new movie, The Baby Boomer Dilemma at 1-800-960-8585. This is a $30 value, but when you call today, you get it completely free. I'll even pay your shipping and handling, no credit card required. So don't delay. Call right now. 1-800-960-8585. That's one 800 960 Well, we made it through relatively unscathed here in Central Florida. Hurricane season officially ends later tonight. There were a total of 20 named storms this season. We'll talk more about hurricane season ending in depth coming up here in about seven minutes on WDBO. Henry Kissinger has died. The Nobel Peace Prize winner served as Secretary of State under Presidents Nixon and Ford. Kissinger was 100 years of age. Our top story on WDBO. It's a big night for Governor Ron DeSantis in his 2024 presidential hope. Yeah, DeSantis got getting national publicity for the red versus blue state debate on Fox at 9. He's going to be on stage with California Governor Gavin Newsom. Former Arkansas Governor Mark Huckabee says he's looking forward to it. I think it's a great opportunity for both of them. Newsom says DeSantis is not presidential material. The fact that he took this debate, the fact that he took the bait in relation to this debate shows that he's completely unqualified to be president of the United States. DeSantis, for his part, says he can sell Florida success. I think what he's done in California, Governor Newsom, causing a mass exodus out of the state, you've really seen cities collapse there. That is what he would want to do for this entire country. Political science professor at Menlo College, Melissa Mickelson. They're able to use their opponent as a foil, right? Newsom can use DeSantis to play to his base and talk about how progressive he is and how well California is doing against Florida. And then DeSantis is going to do the same thing with Newsom. Who wins this one? You can tell us tomorrow on Orlando's Morning News. Coming up, why is Red Lobster in so much trouble? We'll explain it's ahead on Orlando's Morning News. I'm General Nine Eyewitness News Meteorologist Brian Shields. Up to 76 degrees this afternoon. Coming up, we're tracking warmer weather on the way. And still have this crash that's got the Turnpike southbound exit ramp to I-4 closed from the WDBO Triple Team Traffic Center. I'm Ed Torrance. Hey, thanks for being here for the 8 a.m. expanded news feed. It is 8.03 now. I'm Scott Inez, Orlando's Morning News on WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's News and Talk. I'm Marcia Taylor. I'm Casey Ryan. A child accused of shooting two teenagers during a Pop Warner football practice in Apopka is set to be in juvenile court today. It happened at the Northwest Recreation Complex back in early October. Police say a group of kids got into a fight over a bag of chips. They say an 11-year-old grabbed a gun from his mother's car and shot two teenage teammates. Both teens were expected to recover.
I'm Alexa Lorenzo for WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Thank goodness the six-month Atlantic hurricane season comes to an end today. And it ended up active to a point, but it really in the end had more bark than bite. I think most, if not everyone, would agree. Now, the exception would be that area in the Big Bend of Florida that was hit by Category 3 Hurricane Idalia late in August. Meteorologist Mike Burr says Idalia was the only named storm to make landfall. Overnight, Israel and Hamas extending their ceasefire for at least one more day. I'm in intense negotiations to release more hostages. Reporter Justin Finch. Liat Benin, a dual U.S.-Israeli citizen, was among those freed by Hamas, but her husband is still missing. At least eight other Americans remain in captivity, their conditions unknown. On Capitol Hill, the hostages' families urge Congress to get their loved ones home. Ruby Chen's son, a soldier in the Israeli military, has been missing since the Hamas attack on Israel October 7th. We live in a different universe than you do. We unfortunately, we celebrated Thanksgiving with an empty chair in our table. We want to be whole again with our families. Hours after the ceasefire was renewed, three people were shot to death in Jerusalem after two attackers opened fire at a bus stop. At least six others injured. WBO is Orlando's election headquarters on the campaign trail in New Hampshire. GOP presidential hopeful Nikki Haley clarifies her position on her main rival, Donald Trump. I will give President Trump credit where I think he deserves credit. I will call him out where I think he deserves to be called out. I think that he allowed this out-of-control spending that our kids are never going to forgive us for. I'll call him out on that. I can't stand the way he praises dictators. Senator Rick Scott is a Trump fan. Here's what I look at. He's got a track record. When he left office, the border was secure. Economy was good. We weren't at war. And so I think anybody running against him has a difficult time because, I mean, he's got a track record of getting things done. The senator just spoke with Scott on his endorsement in the 2024 presidential race. Elon Musk now apologizing for endorsing an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory on his social media platform. I should have uh, written uh, in greater length as to what I meant. Um, I did subsequently clarify it in replies. Uh, but those clarifications were ignored by the media. Reporter Rihanna Allen continues our team coverage. The controversy could reportedly cost X up to $75 million in lost ad revenue by the end of the year. It comes as Musk launches the long-awaited Tesla Cybertruck today. Four years after a prototype was unveiled, its distinct look drawing mixed reactions. Many experts say the polarizing vehicle could be another dent in the company's bottom line. Musk spoke last night at the New York Times Dealbook Summit saying he has no problem being hated and in what appears to be a message to Disney's Bob Iger said, You hope, uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. The WBO Business News brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. A major restaurant chain made one change to its menu and suffered financial trouble. Red Lobster lost more than $11 million in the third quarter. That's right after the restaurant chain put Ultimate Endless Shrimp on its everyday menu. Those two facts are connected, according to Red Lobster's owner, Thai Union Group. Its plan succeeded, getting more customers in. Traffic was up by about 4%. But this also forced Red Lobster to raise the price of Ultimate Endless Shrimp to $25. Company leaders say that's something they must watch closely so they don't turn off their customers. Brian Clark, ABC News. Endless shrimp, endless no more at Red Lobster. Thank you, Marsha and Casey. It's 807 now, WDBO. Let's go ahead and get your extended forecast on a rather brisk Thursday morning. It's going to warm up, thankfully. Our forecast is brought to you by ProTech Air Conditioning and Plumbing Services, Channel 9 Eyewitness News, Chief Meteorologist Tom Terry.
Hey there, Scott. We've got another chilly start, light jacket kind of a morning, but a fantastic afternoon. The average high this time of late November, 76. That's exactly where we're aiming for this afternoon with a mix of clouds and sunshine. Warmer weather tonight, back to the low 60s, and we're going to be at well above average 83 tomorrow with increasing cloud cover. Slight chance for a shower mainly north of the metro area here on Saturday, and I think Sunday evening, better chance for rain as a cold front approaches, but a very warm weekend. I've got 86 on Saturday and 83 on Sunday, cooling down again by next week. From Channel 9 Eyewitness News, I'm Certified Chief Meteorologist Tom Terry. And right now, we are looking at, let's see how we're doing in the APK right now. I've got... 52 degrees in Apopka. It is 53 now in sunshine at Orlando's Severe Weather Station. WDBO Red Alert, triple team traffic. We are the only Orlando radio station with airborne coverage of traffic. Let's go live to Air One. What are you seeing up there, Eric Brown? Headed uh, in uh, the southbound direction. You're going to use the 408 to get around that at Torrance High Fourth. I-4, as you're heading eastbound, you got delays beginning approaching U.S. 27. That continues to 429. Slow again, Osceola Parkway to 535. And then from Cayley to Amelia, I-4 heading westbound. Slow a bit on the approach to State Road 46. Slow again after 46A to just after Lake Mary from Par to Colonial Drive. And you're also seeing delays on the 408 eastbound approaching Kirkman Road to the Pine Hills Toll Plaza. And westbound after Goldenrod Road between Conway and Crystal Lake Drive. And then on that exit ramp to I-4 eastbound. ProTech Air Conditioning and Plumbing Service for honesty, integrity, and 100% customer satisfaction. Call ProTech at 407-291-1644 or visit ProTechAC.com. I'm Ed Torrance with Reliable Traffic Reports every six minutes in the morning on WDBO. Good Thursday morning. It is 8.09. I'm Scott Inez. Orlando's Morning News here on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 Orlando's News and talk. Well, the 2023 hurricane season ends tonight at midnight, and it can't come soon enough. We made it through another one, folks. For us here in Central Florida, we get out of this thing relatively unscathed, but for a second consecutive hurricane season, Florida taking a direct hit from a major storm. Idalia. Hurricane Idalia's effect on the Big Bend, especially uh, there in Northwest Florida, will continue for years particularly for people in the agriculture industry up there. It just leveled so many areas in the Big Bend area. And fortunately, I guess, that there's not much of a population base in that area of the state where Adalia came in. And that, that's certainly no consolation for the folks up there still trying to dig out of a huge hole. But Adalia, if it came in, say, you know, southwest Florida, uh, Tampa area. I can't imagine what kind of devastation that that hurricane would have caused. And remember, even though Adalia hit to the north in the Big Bend, you, the the flooding. Remember the flooding that was caused in the Tampa Bay area over there because of that storm. So look, Adalia was bad, but the season could have been much worse for Florida and Central Florida. We dodged a lot of storms this year. And it was initially forecast to be near normal with 12 to 17 named storms. But what we got was one of the most active on record with 20 named storms this year. Luckily, few of those storms affected Florida. And again, the storms that did, topped by Adalia, didn't really approach the levels of destruction 
that we experienced with Hurricanes Ian and Nicole the year before during that brutal 2022 hurricane season. And remember, Adalia made landfall as a Cat 3 in Taylor County August 30th. It caused major damage in other parts of rural North Florida before uh, heading into southern Georgia. And early projections put losses from Adalia at between $3 billion and $5 billion. So good riddance hurricane season. Uh, all in all for Central Florida, not bad. Not bad. We dodged a lot of bullets. And I know we have a lot of newcomers to Central Florida. Um, for all you newcomers out there, we got lucky. <laughs> This doesn't always happen. Okay, we got lucky, especially with the 20-name storms. You would expect one of them landing in central Florida. That did not happen, thankfully. So hurricane season ends tonight, 12 midnight. Cannot get here soon enough. We do have some breaking news here on WDBO. Congressman George Santos of the great state of New York, he faces an expulsion vote later on today, and Santos is addressing the media right now on Capitol Hill. Let's take about a minute or two of that here on WDBO. Um, I think we can all look back and say uh, this is not how at least I thought this year would go. I don't think this is how most of people in the media would think uh, this year would go. And uh, it's just uh, an unfortunate circumstance that I have to sit here and watch American people waste uh, Congress wastes the American people's time over and over again on something that is the power of the people, not the power of Congress, which is to remove and elect, to elect and remove members of Congress. Obviously, uh, some want to cling to some circumstances and to allegations, but there's been a long-standing precedent in the House that every single member that's ever been expelled, and they are trying to join me to the group of three Confederates and two people convicted in a court of law. So if I am to get expelled tomorrow, I will be number six in the history, the first Republican and the only one without a conviction or without being part of a uh, or without having committed treason. So that's that's kind of where we stand today on, on that sense. But let me go down a few things here that to give you a sense of Congress today and what it represents for the American people. It represents chaos, chaos because we have a house that doesn't work for the people. We have a house where we have members with severe allegations against them having the gall and the, and the, the courage to call the speaker a joke. I read that today in Political. It was on the cover of Political where, you know, we're, we're reading about members of Congress trying to smear one of the most honorable members of our conference in the Republican Party. So that's just where we've stooped down to. People with rap sheets who think and feel emboldened enough to go call out other people for their policy. Secondly, it's amazing to me that this House continues to want to push me out. Meanwhile, we have Secretary Mayorkas, who's committed absolute dereliction of his duty, has put all Americans in danger. If you saw last night, the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree lighting, which is something that for years has been one of the most beautiful celebrations in New York City, most peaceful, crowded, yes. But yesterday we had a band of vandals who thought it was appropriate to fight the NYPD. 
This is what took place just yesterday. And that's on Secretary Mayorkas because a lot of these people, they're not here because they love this country. They're not here because they want the best for this country. All right. That is Congressman George Santos live saying that Congress is wasting the Americans' people and their time with this expulsion vote that could come today. He said every single member ever expelled from Congress, three Confederates, two people were actually convicted in a court of law. And he said Congress represents chaos at this point. It's 8.15 now, WDBO. I'm Scott Inez, Orlando's Morning News. I've got your weather and your traffic every six minutes. After several cold mornings, turning the temperatures this afternoon, highs around 76, partly cloudy skies. Tonight, we're still going to be kind of chilly, but not as cold. Down in the low 60s for tonight. Then for tomorrow, we get a few extra clouds, but even milder. Highs on our Friday up to 83 degrees. From Channel Not Eyewitness News, I'm meteorologist Brian Shields. And currently, we are looking at at 52 degrees sunshine at Orlando's Severe Weather Station. WDBO triple team traffic. Let's go to Ed Torrance. What are we looking at out there with our red alert, Ed? Well, the delays continue to grow because the Turnpike southbound exit ramp to I-4 remains shut down. Your delays begin at the Turkey Lake Service Plaza. And if you manage to get through all those delays past I-4, then you're slow again for just after I-4. That's due to all the people who weren't able to exit going all the way to Consulate Drive and exiting there. So big delays on the Turnpike heading southbound. You also got your usual slowdowns on I-4 eastbound approaching 27 to 429. Osceola Parkway to 535 and then Cayley to Colonial Drive. Westbound traffic, tap of the brakes at State Road 46. Delays from 46A to just after Lake Mary and then from Par to Colonial Drive. Also slow on the 408 eastbound approaching Kirkman Road to the Pine Hills Toll Plaza and westbound after Goldenrod and a bit from Conway Road on and off all the way to I-4. ProTech Air Conditioning and Plumbing Service for honesty, integrity, and 100% customer satisfaction. Call ProTech at 407-291-1644 or visit ProTechAC.com. I'm Ed Torrance with Reliable Traffic Reports every six minutes in the morning on WDBO.